Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Hello, 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 Internet. It's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever gaming wrap-up show. It'll be weekly again now that the holidays are over. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. As always, you're watching this on Ready Check Radio. You can visit readycheckradio.com. Find all the socials and all the backlog of all of our old shows. If you want to join us live, Twitch is the place to do it. Just crossed the 650 Twitch followers uh, check mark. So go ahead and give some love and some follows. But if you're watching on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify or wherever, give it a like, a subscribe, turn on notifications, comment, you know, feed the algorithm. And most importantly, if you like what we do here, tell a friend. Happy New Year. It's 2022. Wait. 2024, in fact, <laughs> 2024. I'm getting so thrown off because Dom seems to be trapped in a totally different era here. Uh, Living Mr. In Dom, Mr. Dom Greco, what's up, sir? Hello, how you doing? 2022, huh? Happy 2022. 20 this is even before then. Yeah. Even before then. This is like what? 2011. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> how was your new uh, year? My New Year's was uh, was pretty good. Uh, didn't really do a whole lot, but uh, uh, for me, being super busy all the time, doing not a whole lot is exactly what I needed. Yeah, so. been there, man. Been there. Yeah. Get any uh, fun stuff for the holidays? Do anything special? Uh, so I, I think I mentioned on the last show we were on, I bought myself uh, MetaQuest 3 mm -hmm. uh, headset. That was my own gift to myself. I've been playing a bit of Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2 VR on that. Been, I downloaded Beat Saber. And, oh, Beat you know, Saber's other, my shit, man. Yeah. I love that game. Yeah, I mean, you, of course, me, you, rhythm games. Like, yep. it's it's to be expected. So, um been been really enjoying those and uh i also during the steam winter sale uh picked up baldur's gate 3 so ah have you started playing yet uh not really no oh such but, a good game such yeah. a good game also on the line resident artist of ready check radio it's yod what's up sir what's up waiting for dom to you know disappear into the the fields there, <laughs> the <background>. <laughs> <laughs> dancing off into nowhere, you know. Yeah. The hills are alive with the sound of Dom. <laughs> right. <laughs> More like the hills have eyes. <laughs> uh, how was your new year, Yod? Your holidays? Oh, you and bad. the missus? And... Yeah, yeah, we, we took, a, I took a couple weeks off of doing things, and so now I got to catch up on pages again, and... <laughs> So, like, do you you have family here in the United States, right? And do you yeah. like do the different uh, like New Year's celebrations? Do you do the traditional December thirty first, and then like the the Eastern New Year's, like, or, or or is it just everybody's kind of Westernized at this point when it comes to the holidays? Oh, we we do both. Um, unfortunately, it was mostly my brother that was into the holiday stuff. My mom and I don't really care that right. much. It's like you know, it's just another day. 
we observe on our own and say, okay, cool. No need to get together. No need to make a big deal yeah, out of it. It's kind of like, here's a text that says, Happy yeah. New Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, FaceTime, whatever, you know. But yeah, it's, you know, this is what you do for Chinese New Year. This is what, you know, does what we do for American New Year, you know, that type of thing. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, gang, like, did anybody, like, Dom, you bought yourself, uh, a quest, but y'all get anything gaming related for the holidays, either buy it as a gift for yourself or get it as a gift from somebody else? Uh, not really gaming related, um, it was mostly trying to catch up on the stuff I already have. True, right? So. Uh, I, there was a report out this week about that, that it was just like there was some company. I can't I can't remember. Maybe chat can remind me. But it was like, you know, the, there's a huge problem with the number of games that are out. <laughs> like, there's yeah, this is actually yeah, a problem right. in, in mean, the industry. We, we've, we've got Final Fantasy 16 on the PS5. <laughs> the PS5 is sitting there across the room from me. I have not turned it on in a while. Oh, we keep so... meaning to play <laughs> the freaking game. <laughs> You're going to play the 14-16 crossover before you play 16. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine wasn't a particularly, like, heavy gaming holiday. Obviously, like, the, the kids, they got some stuff from Santa. They, they got Street Fighter Six for the PS5. Uh, they got Spider-Man 2, which Torchwick has... Already beaten and is very close to plating. Um, but has he beat seven yet? <laughs> no, 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 he has not. Uh, my oldest mm. son got a Steam Deck, so he's like the last in the house that didn't have one. And he finally was like, yeah, I want one. Then we got Torchwick a Switch so that he could take it to college with him. Oh, Although, Jesus. you know, with the Switch yeah. too and being a thing. Right. Right. Whatever. Uh, mine was like mostly magic related gifts. Like I got a, a couple different things. Obviously, nothing I can talk about without giving anything away. But uh, like close up magic stuff. So it was a very magical uh, holiday for me as far as like different props and tech stuff that I wanted and and got. But it was yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. What I you bought a couple of other games for myself too with the Steam Summer Sale. I bought Liza P, Remnant Two. Uh, Lords of the Fallen. I just started playing Remnant 2 on Game Pass, actually. Nice. Uh, Sekiro uh, and uh, The Room uh, VR. Gotcha. Um, but I haven't played any of them yet. What are you, what are you looking forward to, Dom, in 2024? Um, I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be as cluttered. Mm -hmm. as 2023 was 2023 was a big year title wise and there are big titles coming in 2024 right but there seems I, to be a little more room this year between yeah. some of those titles i never get really excited for like the the big hype titles that most people are i but I, some of them like i am excited uh for the silent hill 2 remake that is slated for this year yeah um uh, I, I that's like the big one that I'm excited for. That's like super popular, and I guess like you could also say the Final Fantasy VII remake. But like, if if you're, I, I don't know how anybody's not excited for that. So that doesn't even really count. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but in terms of like like smaller uh, games that aren't like as big, I would say uh, probably the Princess Peach game. Uh, uh, I am looking forward to the. The Silk Song uh, uh, 
it was supposed to be an expansion pack, but now it's going to be an entire new game for Hollow Knight. Um, and then I guess another big game would be Hades 2. Those are the ones I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, definitely Hades 2. And, and we may not see that fully release uh, this year, or depending on how things happen, but we should at least get like a beta uh, yeah. beta of it. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, a lot of things that I'm looking forward to, I'm very happy about because they're like first quarter type stuff. Obviously, like, yes, yeah, Silent Hill 2, very pumped for that expecting it this year doesn't have an exact date an official date there was maybe one spoiled but you know not confirmed um pal world is next week man mm -hmm. i'm pretty yeah. excited about that like if you like uh pokemon with guns let's go baby <laughs> is that just digimon though <laughs> uh one i'm not gonna talk about because we're gonna talk about it in a little bit uh, so I'm going to skip this one, and we'll just kind of tease that there's another one coming up. Obviously, February for me, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth oh, at the, the end of the right. month. Taking advantage of the leap year and pushing it out on February 29th. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not that? a lot of games can say they were re released on February 29th. So That's true, I guess. That's true. The Alone in the Dark remake, which we're going to talk about in a moment here, too, because we got new trailers for that, and people have had some hands-on time with it. That was supposed to come out last year, late last year, then was delayed to January, and now has been delayed until March. So we'll see that in March. There's a few RPGs that I'm looking forward to. Uh, and then there's like things like The First Descendant, uh, which, uh, Yacht, I, I got to believe that's one you're as a Destiny dude that you've it, been looking at, right? Yeah, it, it is interesting because, of course, you know, I am looking for possibly some <laughs> game to replace Destiny. <laughs> what do you All mean? You were getting an expansion Destiny in February. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, you're getting an expansion in June. Wait a minute. The company's closing. I don't like I don't know what's. Yeah, no, yeah. they're yeah, not closing. I mean, Bungie is not closing, at least no, to my no, knowledge. No. But as far as we know, it's not closing. As far as we know, at this point in time, <laughs> and and the final shape, I'm watching with a morbid curiosity on where it's going because obviously they've got an extended season going on that I've already paid for. So if I've already paid for it, I might as well finish playing it. Um, they're gonna have some extra content coming out that is to prep for this expansion because it is an extended season. So, I, I mean, I'm keeping up on that stuff just out of morbid curiosity on what they're going to do. And that's also not to say that the devs that put their blood, sweat, and tears into this expansion that are possibly gone now and po or possibly still working their fingers to the bone to get it ready, that, that you know, their work is not amazing. It's right. not to say that. It's just that the company is kind of shitty and I don't want to support the company yeah. at this point in time. So th th that's that. Um, I I when you set this list of you know upcoming games, I saw that there's a Terminator game coming out that I had no idea that was coming out, and I'm, I'm I love Terminator. So yeah, I'm like, good good luck Ooh. with that. Like there hasn't been yeah, a Terminator like, game in like our forever. Luck with aliens games, right? Yeah. It's like come on, can we have something that actually is good? <laughs> Uh, you got World of Warcraft, of course, doing the War Within later this year, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws, another big mm -hmm. one expected this year. Um, and then, of course, like, 
Of course. Yeah, Skull and Bones next month. I was going to say, go. everybody, yeah, everybody's excited about Skull and Bones, right? Yeah, and there's a rumor floating around now that Microsoft is planning on releasing Sea of Thieves on Switch and PlayStation. Uh, I just think that would be incredibly funny if it happened on or about February 15th. Like, right around in there. Um, uh, Obviously, Swickadin 1 and 2 HD remaster for me. Cannot wait. Hopefully that makes it this year. We expect it to, but things can change in gaming. And then Jason Winter would uh, tell me I have forgotten one of the games I'm most excited about if I did not mention Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which supposedly <laughs> will be fall of this year, despite mm. having known mm-hmm. about it for about three years now, and it's switching developers and all the hell that's gone on with that. Just be mediocre. Like, I don't even need you to be right. earth-shattering. Just be mediocre <laughs> and have a good story. Isn't isn't that a sad state when, when you want just games to be okay at this stage? <laughs> just be okay and tell a decent story. <laughs> like, don't, don't break. Uh, That's all. So, yeah. Uh, sure, our expectations are very low for games these days. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, and of course, we're getting a Final Fantasy fourteen expansion sometime in the summer. Yeah, Dawn Trail talked about that on the Relic Grind uh, this yep. past Thursday. Check that out on ReadyCheckRadio.com or YouTube. Anything else out there you're uh, surfing for, Yod? Uh, sh- uh, this list, uh, not too much more. I mean, there's some things that are interesting, kind of, and it's like, mm, I-, I am interested in the Princess Peach thing, and there's this, like, Mario Donkey Kong thing that's coming out that I've yep. never didn't hear about until just now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear about it till I just read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I gotta go do some research on some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, again, it's a good year so far, title-wise. Space Marines 2, yes, that's mm-hmm. definitely another one to be watching out for the Warhammer fans among us. Um, it's, uh, Elden I, Ring gets an expansion. Yeah, I, it's a it's a good year. It's shaping up to be what could be a good year. I think 2023 was still much more crowded with highly anticipated titles, uh, but 2024 has its share of them. They just seem to be a little better spaced out, which my wallet appreciates. <laughs> Q1 of last year was rough. Was well, you know, rough. that's because everything that was supposed to release in, <laughs> in 2022 got <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah>. pushed. <laughs> Hey, uh, on our last show of the year, we did lock in some predictions. So did chat. It's a part of yes. the fun hanging out mm-hmm. with us live doing the show. Uh, we did lock in some, pres- uh, some uh, predictions, subscriptions, prescriptions, mm. <laughs> predictions <Yep>. for the <laughs> Steam Awards, which are total crap. The Steam yeah. Awards are just like awful. Like they're I mean, literally awful. Every every award show. Yeah. Every yeah, award I was show. Gonna say, but are they better or worse than the other game? They're worse. <laughs> like they are far worse. Anytime you mm. just open it up to players being the only vote that matters, it's mm-hmm. just gonna be a meme shit show. Uh, popularity contest, yeah. whatever has the best social media game. Exactly. Like, yeah. So Yod, Adam, and I made our predictions on what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories did i do this right yeah eight categories and chat you chimed in with yours as well there is just like the game awards predictions there is a clear winner there is no tie the winner got five of these right five out of eight not bad okay the other two hosts tied at three out of eight (laughs) and chat (laughs) 
lost with two out of eight, and I am being super generous on one of these two. <laughs> because there were only five nominees and chat picked three of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's start with the easiest one. Game of the year. Baldur's Gate 3 won. Everybody picked Baldur's Gate 3. Yad, myself, and chat. So there's one. Okay. That I mean, that was a gimme. So yep. chat, that means the only one you got <laughs> clear and free and clear was the gimme. <laughs> the next one chat gets literally has three games that we were like, chat is fighting. We're going to put all three games in here. <laughs> uh, best game you suck at. I picked mm. Sifu. Dom, do you remember yours? Lords of the Fallen. Mm -hmm. uh, or I'm sorry, Yod picked Sifu. My bad. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I, I, I... Uh, Dom picked Lords of the Fallen. I picked Street Fighter Six. Chat took Street Fighter Six as well. Okay. Take a guess at who won? Because I know so you guys haven't looked at the winners, I don't think. No, I have not. I, haven't. Um, I, I, mm, Yod? Yod got it. It was Sifu. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, nice. Sifu okay. took it. Congratulations, Yod. There's your second of three points. Oof. All right. <laughs> oh. You are okay, not so the winner. <laughs> Yod is not the winner. Okay. Uh, most innovative gameplay, and if you needed an example of why these awards suck, <laughs> Yod took Remnant 2. Dom took Starfield. Okay. I took Shadows of Doubt. Chat took Remnant 2. Now, okay. all of these, we all were like, what are they doing that is really innovative? But whatever. The winner was... the meme of the, the spirit animal, the cat? Like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the winner was fucking Starfield. Dom picks okay. up the point because yeah. Starfield is apparently the most innovative gameplay. That's because they told you it's a very innovative game. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't think so, you're looking at it wrong. Everybody went through Bethesda's Steam responses, and they were like, oh, that's, that's, that's great. It's great. Yep. Uh, outstanding visual style. Care to guess who got this right? Cat? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that basically what I just said? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yod and Dom took uh, Inward. I took Cocoon. Chat took Darkest Dungeon 2. The winner was Atomic Heart. <laughs> so, Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right, all Better right. with friends. Yeah. Yod, you and I both took Party Animals. Okay. Chat took Dark Tide. Dom, you took Lethal Company. Mm hmm. Lethal Company won this. Oh, my. I'm, actually, I'm not surprised. I'm really not. Two out of your answers, Dom, were 100% you memeing it up, and you hit <laughs> both of them. I wasn't memeing Lethal Company. No, not I this one. You were memeing okay. Starfield, and you were memeing the next category. And, okay. And you okay. picked both of them up. Okay. Oh. Best okay. on the Steam Deck, Brotato was Yod's. Uh, I took dredge, uh, Drudge, Dredge, sorry, and chat took the same thing. Um, Dom, you took Hogwarts Legacy, oh, and it fucking oh no. won. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. It fucking won. <laughs> I took a meme on the next one and won. The okay. Labor of Love. Dota mm -hmm. 2 was Yod. Apex was Dom. 
Mm-hmm. I took Red Dead Redemption 2 because I was like, how can you be a labor of love when you've had zero updates for like seven years now? <laughs> <laughs> Chat took Red Dead Redemption 2, Rust, and Galactic. So they were hedging okay. their bets. Yeah. And it was Red Dead Redemption 2 that won this. Okay. Oh my fucking God. And then VR of the year, Chat took Gorilla Tag. The rest of us took Labyrinthine, and Labyrinthine won. That means, Yod, you scored three. Chat scored a very, very generous two. I scored three. Dom wins with five because he went two memes and he beat us by two. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Memes win. So I don't know if this is an, is like something Dom should be proud of, like I predicted this, or that the Steam Awards. I'm proud of it. Or that the Steam Awards should be ashamed of that somebody that was like, I'm gonna have some meme picks in here, and then freaking won because of it. Oh my god. Dom with mm. the memes that does track. It absolutely tracks, yeah. Chad. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate the Steam Awards. <laughs> uh. I suddenly love them all of a sudden. Oh, no, I bet. No bias. No I bias. Bet. Next year, you're going to have a tux on when we do this. <laughs> it's <laughs> the Steam Awards. Rem- write that down and remind me, because I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> when we do our Steam... Do you want to do it for when we do the predictions or the reveals? Oh. <laughs> all right. Is it cheaper to rent a tux for a month or rent it twice for two days within a month? Let me... Men's Warehouse. Hook me up. Let me know. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Men's Warehouse. <laughs> uh, if I remembered their oh, motto, yeah. I would say it here. Something about looking or feeling good. Men's Warehouse. I'm looking it up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really good talk. What, I got a suit. The we George guy. He used to say it was a. Uh, ah, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Yeah, they're not really sponsoring us. I wish they were. No, be... no, they're not. I got to figure out how to tie a tie. Hmm. Uh, you don't know how you, to tie a tie. You put the clip no. in the holder. That's that's, that's usually the way I, on the no, side there. Oh I, don't, I have somebody else do it for me. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> hey, dude, you, you guys see the pole, right? You bunny be... ears. <laughs> yeah. All right, big daddy. <laughs> Let's go pee on a restaurant wall now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? I'll write it on the wall. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. Um, <laughs> I have a two, a three, a six, and an eight. I win. <laughs> He's bullshit. <laughs> I have that same thing You're last hand. I didn't win. For a year. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in like a decade, and I still yep. have all these quotes in my head. It says here uh, his teeth were made of wool. <laughs> anyway, I know you. You ordered three pieces of cheesecake. Um, <laughs> such a great, stupid movie. Anyway. I'm going to watch it soon. Yeah. Total side, we're going to watch it after the show. Um <laughs> Did you guys it see might. Ubisoft uh, drop the demo for Prince of Persia, uh, which is coming out, uh, The Lost Crown, which is coming mm-hmm. out this week. Okay. Uh, comes out on the 18th. You can play it on the 15th if you buy the, I think it's the $60 uh, digital deluxe package. 
uh, or you could just get the $50 regular one, but then you'll have to wait to the 18th. Part of the digital deluxe is having access to the game three days early on the 15th. So you could play it on Monday if you pre-order that one. Other of you guys get a chance to check out the demo. It's on, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, Epic Game Store. Like it's it's everywhere. I have not, but I I heard it goes up to the point where it's like they're preparing you for the first boss fight, and then it ends, and it's like, but I want to do the boss fight, so they're really like teasing people to buy it. So. Yeah, they kind of like dice some things up, uh, mm-hmm. just because they and it says that right at the beginning, right? It's like. This isn't exactly a linear piece of gameplay. This is a couple pieces kind of smushed together in a little experience so that you get uh, a chance to use the combos and a chance to use the amulets and a chance to, you know, do some puzzles and, and finding things. I love Metroidvanias, right? Like, I that is one of my favorite genres, search action, if you prefer. Uh, but give me a good Metroid or a Castlevania in the style of Symphony of the Night and... Pfft, I'm I'm done. Dread was fantastic. Metroid Dread was just great. And so I, I like the Prince of Persia IP. Sands of mm-hmm. Time was still one of the best PlayStation 2 games around. Fight me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> for its time. And so I've always liked the IP, but it's never been one that I'm like, I got to buy it. New Prince of Persia. I, I am going to buy this. Uh, and honestly, I probably wouldn't have yod without the demo the demo did its job on me here and sold i haven't bought it yet but it it sold me on this i love the gameplay metroidvania they're doing it right and they put in a feature that for me any search action metroidvania whatever that comes out from now on needs to have this feature it has to have this feature you can, uh, and you can't just do it willy-nilly, so you kind of got to like pick your battles on when you're going to do it because uh, you may not have the resources to just do it at will. You can snap a screenshot of your current location, and it will pin it on the map so that oh. when you see a door you can't get to oh. or something that you're like, I'm going to have to come back later because that's the nature of the, the genre, right? Uh, or here's something I can't quite jump to. I'll probably get something later that'll allow me to do it. I it, love that. It pins pins screenshots on your map. So that not only do you have a record of, okay, I got to go back there at some point, but you don't all have to like backtrack all the way there to remember what the blocker was. Like you might have, if you play games that don't do this, Castlevania Symphony mm-hmm. of the Night is a perfect example, right? There's... Three locations where my map just stops. I know I had to do some things at those, but I can't remember which one was the door I didn't have a key for and which were the two that I needed to be able to fly to. Uh, And so now I got to backtrack to all three to find, uh, because I have the key, right? Uh, right. Nope. You just look at the screenshot and you're like, ah, there's there's where I got to go. It was so handy, but I also didn't feel like it was making things a lot easier. It just was one of those small features, Yad, that was like, the only reason this is here is to save you a little backtracking. It's not yeah, there to make the game easier or or cheapen the experience. Instead of having to walk to three places because you couldn't quite remember which one was where you needed to go, 
here's the one you need to go to save right. you a little bit of time i was like this needs to be in every single metroidvania going forward yeah, that totally makes sense, and yeah, I, I agree. They, they need to include that in a lot more games. You mean you guys don't play Metroidvanias with a large sheet of graphing paper? <laughs> <laughs> I did back on the PlayStation One, man. PS1. What about the original NES with with Zelda, Zelda One? No, it had a map in it. Remember? Mm. So yeah, I mean, you had to. You didn't want to draw on it though, so you, you know, I had to make my own. Right, but I, <laughs> and that's where I, I think if I'm remembering this right, somebody can remind me. The map that came with the original Zelda had like two triangles on the corners of the map that came with it that weren't filled in. Mm -hmm. huh. Like they were, the grid was there, but they didn't draw in like they had on the other like two thirds of the map. I'm pretty sure that's what the original map, like it had two corner sections that weren't quite filled in. And mine was, yeah, Sounds mine familiar. was drawn on at that point. Yeah. <laughs> mine was absolutely drawn on. Any interest in Prince of Persia, Yad? This is a 2024 game, although it's next freaking week, uh, that I did yeah. not talk about earlier. Maybe. Like, like you said, the the, the, pre, the uh, demo's there. I might go and check it out after we're done here or something. So ask me again next week. <laughs> <laughs> ask me again next week. So am I the only one that's buying this at the moment then? Because I am absolutely buying it. It's just a question of do I care about the three days early access? Because I don't care about the digital items at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love Metroidvania games. Like, I, I still, one of my favorite sleeper Metroidvanias was the Mummy Demastered, right? Like, I don't even know, like, where the hell that came from. Like, just, like, video game movie tie-in of a really terrible i don't want to say terrible <laughs> seemingly terrible movie i enjoyed it it wasn't the greatest movie of all time but i enjoyed it for what it was um and this game tied in or whatever and it's like oh the mummy demaster is actually fantastic it blew me away with like how good it really was um so i love those from what i hear though is if you're a fan of prince of persia you're not necessarily going to be like drawn or or interested in the game it doesn't have a lot of like the atmosphere or the immersion that you get with typical prince of persia games at least based on the stuff that is in the demo um at least but if you're a fan of like metroidvanias it has pretty much everything you could ask for so the mummy demastered i have never you've yeah, not played that no this is based oh, off really? the Tom Cruise terrible mummy movie. Yeah. See, and you oh. say terrible, and I don't think it's it was terrible. terrible. I just up. don't think it, it was good. It killed every hope I had at having the monsters uh universe come back. And it, right, and it basically killed fault. a sequel to Dracula Untold, which Dracula Untold is a great movie. Uh, fight me number two. That, that's uh, not the mummy's fault. That's Universal's fault. It's the mummy's fault. This actually does look good though. It's got mostly positive on Steam. Oh, it's fantastic. It really is. It's a great game. Interesting. And it they, does they have the Metroidvania tag. Of, I played it on the Switch. They should have left off the uh, Brendan Fraser mummy instead. Went with that. Those got a little <laughs> There's references to it in the, in the Tom Cruise though. movie. Yeah. The third one was like, I don't... They started introducing, what, like, Yetis uh, in, in the third movie? <laughs> and I was like, okay, what's, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I wanted to mention because we've gotten some new info on it through all the delays, including some hands-on time with like the first hour of the game from uh, press outlets like Game Informer and stuff like that. One that I know all three of us are looking forward to, although Yod won't play. He'll just watch me stream it. 
Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the Alone in the Dark remake, which has mm. kind of slunk back with a couple of delays, but this is the OG survival horror. Well, not like true OG OG, but right. pre-Resident Evil survival horror, where oh, yeah. Resident Evil did get a lot of inspiration from Alone in the Dark. And this is a franchise that I have loved for years, but has absolutely just been taken out back, and they weren't even mercifully <laughs> shot. They've just been beaten about the head and shoulders with pipes for years, this poor IP. Uh, oh, so I, I'm very, very hopeful for this one. It absolutely, Dom, screams, yeah, we remade this in the vein of the RE7, uh, RE8, RE4 remake, uh, mm -hmm. third person's angled over the shoulder view. It's got to nail the atmosphere, though. That's the thing with these games all the time. It's the atmosphere right. first. Yep. Yep. It looks like it might, but I'm still like, I've just been burnt on Alone in the Dark for so long now. <laughs> is, that, uh, is that supposed good. to be David Harbour? You're David Harbour. Is that supposed to be him? From, you know, I'm pretty sure they were not ripping off Stranger Things. <laughs> when, <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm asking if they got the actor because it looked the the character model looks like David Harbor. Huh. Oh, you're talking about in the game, the character. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. um, he's he he did the mocap, which was wasn't full mocap, and actually, I seem to remember he did an interview where he was kind of upset about that that it wasn't like a full motion capture game and he really wanted mm -hmm. to do one it was more limited but yeah that is david harbour okay uh, as cast as in the game he is cast yes okay cool yes 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 yeah uh and i like david harbour so i will be buying it yod you're not gonna buy it are you no i'm not gonna buy it i'm gonna watch you play it yeah it's a <laughs> this is the new alone in the dark game yeah coming out in march coming out in march and then of course we have pow world Yes. Next week. Next week. Day one on Game Pass, by the way. So if you're a little unsure uh, about Pocket Pair Games' next title, if you're holding out for a PlayStation or a Switch release, mm, I don't know, dogs. Craftopia never made it. So yeah. unlikely that Pal World will. But yes, this is absolutely a day one play for me. And I've said on other podcasts, um, I don't know how long I'll play it, but if I just get a couple hours of just stupid yeah. grin, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It yeah. looks like so much fun. <laughs> Holy copyright like, infringement, Batman. It looks like such a lawsuit, too. <laughs> I know. The thing is, but like, they have not... on PC and Xbox. <laughs> yeah, they have not... Uh, they've not been shy about showing the game off, and they still have yet to get sued, so I believe, you know, there's... It's the best type of distinct, legally distinct. <laughs> yeah. I will absolutely be playing this. Dom, will you? Uh, I might give it a try, but, I mean, we know my track record. Games Next Friday. Out. Next Friday. Yeah. Yod? It, it looks like a lot of fun. I may, I may have to check it out. Interesting. Yes. I barely have time to get through the, the Hunt Showdown uh, uh event that's going on right now tom's like i barely have time to get through this podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's not wrong <laughs> uh so this was a few miscellaneous beats before we go over and do the uh oh that's that's yeah baron that's probably wait till the money rolls in and then sue them <laughs> mm, right mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you can't sue them if you don't have anything. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. They're like, let the, let them make some money. Hey, this is normally something that we would bring to the Relic Grind, but it had not happened when we did the show, and I just thought it was an interesting kind of off-statement that Yoshi P had made in an interview that I think has broader implications than just, like, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen or any singular Final Fantasy game. So I'm going to ask you guys what, what your take on this is and whether you agree or not. So yep. Yoshi P was doing, he's doing his typical interview stuff, right? They just finished the Fan Fest in Tokyo, so the next week or two is going to be just slammed with Yoshi P interviews. <laughs> uh, and he's, he was talking about making Final Fantasy 16 uh, and, and working on 14, and then was asked about the next Final Fantasy and whether he would be a part of the mainline Final Fantasy 17. Uh, and he said, for the moment, I'll just say that nothing has been decided yet. That said, if I had to say something about that, I've had the chance to work on two of these, Final Fantasy XIV and Final Fantasy XVI. So maybe it's time for someone new, you know, instead of having the same old guys handle the next one. I think in some ways it would be good to look at the future and bring in a younger generation with more youthful sensibilities to make a new Final Fantasy with challenges that suit today's world. Uh, and he said, it's all about challenging what's been done before. While I'm certainly not looking to pick a fight with the older games, we all make Final Fantasy games thinking mine will be the most fun, which is the right attitude to absolutely take, even though you're yeah. dealing with legends. Right. But... Dom, what do you think? Is he right? I mean, the success of 16 obviously sold millions of copies. Square Enix famously said uh, in one of their reports that it did not reach the high end of sales expectations, but it sold well and will continue to trickle out there and sell well. He already does what he does on 14. Like it or not, It's uh, whether it's your cup of tea, it makes money for Square. There's certainly every incentive for Square Enix to say, you need to take 17. And here he is publicly saying, I don't know if that's the right take, although we haven't decided anything yet. Yeah, I, I think it's always a good idea to bring new people in. You get fresh faces in, like you innovate things. If, you, if you're running with the same team, you kind of fall into like the same pattern, uh, same staleness, or you completely try to go out of your element and like change everything. And it's either hit or miss, right? And some some people like let's let's take 16 for example some people really liked it some people really hated it from what i understand i haven't played it personally but from what i understand it's very polarizing and a lot of people attribute it to more of like a devil may cry kind of like oh absolutely game, which, yeah which yeah which isn't a bad thing by by any means but then there's the people that want the nostalgia and they want it's hard it's so hard so when you as a developer are, are sitting there looking at that and you're trying new things and you're facing all this backlash and all this criticism, it makes you not want to like try new things and wants you to like fall back and stay into your comfort zone, your your little box that, that you've been in. So bringing new people in gives the chance to be like, hey, here's what I saw. <clears throat> Didn't really work, but let's try this. And they don't have to face that immediate criticism like the not the criticism, but they don't have to feel the criticism until it happens. Like they're not worried about it as much, at, you know, like while they're they're creating it, it's not on their mind as so much. So they're willing to take more risks. So, yeah, I think it's always good to bring in fresh faces. It, while I would agree 
in most cases. Is there a danger, Yod, in doing that with... Because one of the more polarizing things about 16 is that it veers away from a lot of traditional RPG aspects of the Final Fantasy series, and that upsets certain people. Whether it be... It doesn't have to be defined by this, but a lot of the features that didn't make it, uh, turn-based combat, right? A party system where you had the ability to... Oh, hell, RPG elements in general, customizing characters and stats and gear. Really, it was a game of just build the net, you know, craft the next thing, put it on and go. A lot of those core traditional RPG Final Fantasy elements didn't make it to 16, and that was a, a big polarizing point uh, for a lot of people. When it, you turn it, it over to somebody new or somebody who understands the younger generation, doesn't that alienate the fan base that is going to be the day one buyer in most cases to try and suck in this new audience? Yes, you you kind of have to delicately balance both financially. I get it. You need new right. because old eventually dies. I will die right. and Square and, won't get my money anymore. Yeah, but that, is there a danger in shifting too far too fast? That's another thing. That, that's one of the things that I was thinking about when reading the article and stuff like that. And, and it's, it is a thing that you do have to have the next generation take over. And I think that's where Yoshi P is coming from, is the fact that while, yes, he made a great game in 14, he made a polarizing game in 16. That's sold. That's all Square that's cared about. <laughs> sold. Right, that's sold. It's sold very well. Um, and whether you liked it or not, you probably bought it, <laughs> which is what Square, you know, cares about. But the thing is, as you look at it going on, and this goes for a lot, it goes a lot further than just in Final Fantasy. It's it's in producing games. It's in um, fostering the company and the brand and all that stuff for the next generation. It's something that I think a lot of American game companies these days needs to also think about is that you have to bring in the new people to teach them how to do it. So it's not necessarily the fact that he uh, that um, you know you hand over the reins directly in the next game. Maybe you take a more um, like overseeing position as opposed to actually being the you know for yoshi p you know more of an overseeing as opposed to directly directing it or producing it you bring the new guy in and you teach him how to do it and how to go about go about doing it so in this case i kind of think he has someone in mind that he wants to put in place because there's a mentality for fostering the next generation making the next generation game better than this one which will in turn attract more fans hopefully keep the older fans happy enough doesn't have to be completely happy because like you said those older fans will eventually die <laughs> eventually eventually hopefully for but, me that's many many years from now right right <laughs> but it, it, it's it's something and that not while watching big done. daddy after the podcast <laughs> yeah it, it, it's something that needs to be done more often is you bring in the next generation and start teaching them how to go about doing this instead of thinking, I'm going to be here forever, so it's going to be all me. That's my opinion. Let us know how you feel in the comments. Yeah. Uh, the first Xbox Direct of the year is this coming week. 
It's going to be on the 18th. So, of course, we will review, um, I'm sure, some of our favorites from that show on next week's Gaming Gumbo. Uh, expected to be at the show. We should hear about Avowed. We should hear about uh, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. We should hear about Aura, History Untold. And we should hear about India, the new Indiana Jones game coming from Machine Games under Bethesda. However, <laughs> some fans, including Curacasis on Twitter, have found a number of different domains registered in the last couple of weeks and things like that on the internet that seem to point to this being the name of the Indiana Jones game. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Now, obviously not confirmed, but when you see a domain registered by Bethesda that says Indiana Jones and the Great Circle game.com, unless they're just trying to use it as red herrings, it's probably accurate. And we'll find out for sure next week. But if this is the name of the Indiana Jones game, Dom, are you a fan? I <laughs> what I don't even know what the Great Circle is. Like, is it supposed to be like the globe? Well, you didn't know what the Temple of Doom was. Yeah, but it's, it says Doom in the title, and it's a temple. Like <laughs> you didn't know what the Dial <laughs> of Destiny to was. Know. You did know what the I, Crystal Skull I, was, and that was unfortunate. I still haven't watched Dial of Destiny. So, oh god, it, it's, um, it's, it's bad. It's yeah. not. It's better is than it, Crystal Skull. That's is for it. Sure. That's that was my question. Was yeah. it? Is okay, it okay. better than Crystal okay. when, Skull? When we saw it okay. in the theaters, and I, I did a mini review on this show because I, I think Yod, you were the one that was asking, and I was like, "Look, there's still Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, right up here. Pick your favorite in any order, and then it's Dial of Destiny, and then like way down here is Crystal Skull. It's not oh, great, okay. but it is so, a good unplug your brain, have some popcorn, so, watch an Indiana Jones movie. Three quarters." Of the movie is decent the last quarter was totally oh crap the 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 test audience didn't like it we got to reshoot and rewrite this part uh, and you can kind of completely tell where they pivoted do you like this yeah. name indiana jones and the great circle i mean like you said it's it's vague um i mean yeah sorry Indiana Jones is another one of those those um, things like Aliens and Terminator, where it's like they they had some really good movies, and the the IP is solid in most cases. I want this but, game to be good. Like right, I need right, a good right, Indiana Jones game in my right, life because there hasn't been real one really. Yeah, like, like yeah, Infernal that, that's Machine. Okay. It's, like, it's it's like I hate this please? name though. <laughs> Fucking hate it. So, well, so I like I That's was like trying to do some Indiana research. Indiana Jones it. and Solve for X. Like it's just it's so dumb. <laughs> Indiana well, Jones I, and what's the hypotenuse? So I, I was trying to do some some research into it, and like there there's a novel that came out like a yeah. year or two ago called The Great Circle, and it is about uh, two um, women, fictional um, women that that flew and uh around or whatever and they their flights disappeared um so the circle is is this area of of like the world map and all that stuff so like so if it's tied into that it could be interesting 
I don't know, like, I love when they do, like, twistery, kind of. Like, you take, you know, history, twist it a little bit. It's really cool. It's fascinating to me. Like, uh, Sleepy Hollow, if you've ever watched that yeah. show. Uh, they do a really good job of it on that show. Not saying the show is good, but they do a good job of that. Um, yeah. I, so if this is about that, I'm kind of interested, but the title is just so vague and that book is a lot newer. It's like I said, it's like two years old. So I really don't think an Indiana Jones story is going to be based on a book that came out two years ago, you know? Yeah. I'm with you that like, if it's got some extra meaning that playing through the game and I'm sure it does, but if that's a, if it's a decent payoff, right. Yeah. Then, right. I, you know, I might be a little more forgiving, but it almost seems like they were like, Oh shit. You guys called the last movie dial of destiny. Fuck. All right. What's, what's another word for dial of destiny. How about really, really great circle. All right. Let's yes. Let's use it. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Indiana Jones and the, and the polite triangle. <laughs> I was gonna say, would you be upset if it was called Indiana Jones and the Bermuda Triangle? Uh, well, no, because ah. then that would like in my head that would be like there's mystery and disappearance yeah, and, and and you know exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, and you don't know what the Temple of Doom is, but you're like, dude, I know what a temple is, and Doom fucking sucks. So yeah. this is gonna be great. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I need an, a good Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones. Chat is just making up their own titles yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Indiana oh, Jones yeah. and the Tricky Triangle and the Spectacular <laughs> Sphere and the Outstanding Oval. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Something based on the Young ad uh, Adventures of Indiana Jones. I used to That'd read those books like crazy when I was uh, in my, my teens. Indiana Jones and the Suspicious Square. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Polyamorous Polygon. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the delightful dodecahedron. Oh, all right, show off. All right, show <laughs> off. Hey, I did mention earlier in the show, guys, that there is the rumor that Sea of Thieves is coming or may be coming to PlayStation and or Switch. Now, it's just a rumor there, but it's, you know, some reliable heads, some reliable heads. Um, what do you think? Should it like it's been it's it's a decent game now. It had its bad stuff at the beginning. It's done its No Man's Sky. It's had its redemption arc. Is it time <laughs> for Microsoft, who has already signed multiple deals to keep COD on platforms all over the place to maybe start taking a few Xbox PC exclusives and spreading the love? The rumors are Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush at the moment. Are you in favor of it, Don? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I can't play Sea of Thieves personally. Um, I get motion sick really bad, even this, with this the, the guy settings. who bought himself a Quest 3. Yeah, so, but that's <laughs> the thing, is I bought the Quest 3 because it said it was supposed to be good for motion sickness, and as someone who has extreme motion sickness, like, I can't even look at my phone in the passenger seat of a car, right? I, I get really sick. As somebody that deals with that, the Quest 3 is fine. I haven't had a single problem with motion sickness. So, um, <laughs> He's I, like, know, like, I haven't had a single problem with motion sickness, but I'll tell you what, man, every time I take this thing off, somebody's thrown up on me. Like, I'm, I don't <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like so, this. Sea of Thieves. I just, I get nauseous watching people stream it. Like I can't even, I can't even watch that. So I'm excited that it's, it's going to be available for more people, but me personally, I, I can't do it. I, I can't. So I'm one of those guys that's like, put it on every platform, I don't fucking care, right? Yep, if yeah. you want to do in a timed exclusive, I also don't care. 
But I again, I've prefaced this before with I'm very blessed to be able to have every console the day it comes out. So it's never like exclusives have never hurt hurt me uh, since I've been an adult making my own money. Right back in the day, they sucked. <laughs> the con- you know when I was a teenager and dirt poor, and I got a game on my birthday and Christmas, and only had one system. That sucked. But now that's not a thing. That's a blessed position to be in. I get it. Uh, I, so I don't care. Like put them all on every platform. Great. But I think like this type of stuff, uh, Yod, makes a lot of sense. Right. You had your yeah. exclusive for what six years now, five years oh, yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, been, your audience has probably stabilized to a certain point. You know, it's gone down and then plateaued for a little bit. Right? Why not go grab some extra money at this point right. rather than just let it continue to peter out, peter out? Right. Those that wanted to buy it on that platform have already bought it, so you're not going to get any new customers there, most likely. So yeah, why not? Why not go into Nintendo and PlayStation and you know the people that have only only go to those consoles? It's new to them. They'll pick it up. Yeah. More money. Hey, before yeah. we before we go over to uh, do games of the week, Dom, you wanted to point out a little a little mm. snafu. Just a little one. A little. Yeah, just a little, a little snafu. One. What 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 happened here? So you guys remember Game Shark, right? Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Game Shark is coming back. They're, they're now known as AI Shark. But uh, so they announced that uh, they were going to be coming back. Uh, they, they had a, a press release uh, announcing um, exactly what it was and, and, and all that. So uh, they stated that uh, in, the, in the press release that you could pull up right now and read, they stated that um, they plan on introducing their new offering in time for the holiday season of 2024. Okay, so uh, the, great. Why the hell are yeah. you bringing this to this show? <laughs> because the interesting thing is if you go on the Wayback Machine and uh, you pull up the original article, yeah, uh, the original press release, uh, what it says is uh, the official launch is planned to coincide with the Nintendo Switch 2 in September of 2024. Oh, my. Oh. Oops. Oh my. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so, so is this something that we don't know here? Well, we've, uh, we've yeah. heard the rumors of the Switch 2 being this year. Uh, I've also started seeing rumors on the people that have, you know, had their hands on it or at least seen it. And there's like, there almost seems to be a lot of like tamping down of expectations on the Switch 2 right now. I've noticed mm-hmm. it seems to be yeah. a lot of this is going to be iterative, not, you know, uh, a whole new push into uh, right. something new. It's just going to be iteration on the Switch, which is good. You know, fine. I'm all in yeah. favor of it. Uh, but yeah, that's. You think somebody was fired there? Ooh. I, I'm sure of it. <laughs> you know how protective NBA. Nintendo is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Let's go do games of the week. Games of the Week is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo here. It's where all three of us are about to give you a game. Could be a video game, board game, mobile game, card game, something we've played recently or playing right now or have never played but think you should try out, and you let us know in the comments on YouTube or on readycheckradio.com who gave the best recommendation. I'm going to go first, Prince of Persia. I I literally, Mm. I was kind of just like, "Mm, 
you know, I'll check it out when it's on sale or when the Epic Game Store gives it away for free and I put it in my video game jail that is the Epic Game Store. Uh, yeah, whatever. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to play the demo for the show. Yeah, and then so we could talk about it. And the, the demo, literally, I love Metroidvanias. I've always enjoyed the Prince of Persia IP, even though it's not one that I, like, salivate for. I have enjoyed it in the past. Sands of time. Thumbs up. Uh, and so I playing the demo, I was like, yeah, I absolutely will be buying this. Just a question of which one should I buy. Uh, go ahead, Dom. Uh, so in three days, uh, this little game that you guys may or may not have heard of uh, is getting a, a free update to their game. Uh, Cult of the Lamb is getting an update called Sins of the Flesh. So I've been looking forward to that. Nice. Yod? For nostalgia's sake, um, City of Heroes Homecoming just got the official nod from NCSoft to continue yeah, creating. Picked up City the license. Yeah, yeah, so it's free account. You don't have to pay it for anything. Just go to City of Heroes Homecoming, make an account, download the client, and play the game. Not bad. Uh, that's going to do it for us here today. We'll be back next week with another episode of The Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, and then right here Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Gaming Gumbo. No Torchwick after the show, but Tarkoth will be live, playing some more of Remedy's Control tonight at midnight. Until next week, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Art works on most all social media and otakudomcomic.com, where I do my webcomic. Very nice. Dom? Uh, you can find me down there on Twitter. I kind of occasionally post something. Um, occasionally. Yeah. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, so you'll know every time we're going live with a podcast, a stream, some Final Fantasy trading card game live, locals, or anything else. Stay safe. See you on the servers. But after the podcast, we always watch the kangaroo song.